Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. I'm Emma Nelson, and you're listening to a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and get ready to talk all things PR. Well, everyone, welcome to PR Hangover. We have a very special guest today, Mr. Bryce Huffman. Hello, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Now, if you want to start off and just give us a little introduction about yourself and what you do. Great. I am a journalist. I'm a reporter and producer for Bridge Detroit, which is a recently launched website that focuses specifically on Detroiters and we're very community focused. Uh, Some people might recognize my name in the Grand Rapids area because I was with Michigan Radio NPR and I was the West Michigan reporter there for about three years before I switched to Bridge Detroit. Oh, wow. So you have lots of experience. A little bit. I finally have like that three to five years of experience that they always ask for on the job application. Right. <laughs> um, so well, I know that you did your own little podcasting. Um, tell us about that. How was your experience doing that? And how did that help you grow as a journalist? So I guess I'll start with what my podcast is. It's a show called Same Same Different on Michigan Radio. Uh, It's just a limited run, so it's only five episodes, but we wanted to look at what it is like for people from marginalized communities to just kind of exist in this world and how do we survive that every day while keeping our humanity and quite frankly, our sanity intact. Uh, So that was my first time ever hosting anything. Uh, I had never hosted any shows or hosted any, um, I, had, I had never hosted anything. So really what I learned from that show was how to be a better interviewer, um, how to ask questions in a very natural yet <laughs> scripted way, if that makes sense, um, and how to have these really wonderful and organic conversations, but still get a lot out of it as a journalist and as someone who's trying to learn something specific. So yeah, that's probably what I would say I learned most from the podcast. I love that, um, like doing it yourself, you're learning, but you're also giving other people that outlet to learn at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the show, you know, we, we try to start a conversation, not just have the show be the entire conversation. So hopefully, you know, people who listen to it um, got a lot out of it, but they also took some of that into their lives and started having these conversations with the people close to them. I love how you said that, very well said. I'm gonna start using that myself. <laughs> um, so a little bit about, I guess, journalism and your, and your experience. How do you see that relating to PR and necessarily the two connecting? Uh, yeah, so um, w- when I think about my career specifically, um, when I first moved out to West Michigan, you know, I was 22. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, and connecting with PR folks out there, people who really knew the area well, um, were well connected to people there and, and kind of knew the history and the culture there. Uh, it helped me figure out what was a big deal to the community that I was reporting on. Um, one of the big stories that broke pr- probably in like the second month I was out there was uh, PFAS, um, PFAS contamination in the water um, in the area right north of Grand Rapids. So the PR folks for the companies that were dealing with that often were able to kind of help guide what questions I was asking and they were able to 
um, paint the picture for someone who's not from there? Um, what is it that these people are living like? What is um, their day-to-day like? Uh, and those are things that I think, you know, a, a journalist could have helped me with, but having a PR person who's like from the perspective of the company who is at fault here, you know, what do they think? What do they see? And that's really what helped me a lot when I first got started. So do you think they necessarily need each other to be successful or not need each other, but it helps? It's a symbiotic relationship. A lot of the time, and journalists won't ever admit this, a lot of the time we need PR people um, to help us mitigate the amount of harm that a story can do, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things they teach you in journalism school is, you know, be fair, accurate, and honest, obviously. And another thing that kind of gets lost uh, on young journalist ears is to try to mitigate harm, try not to cause harm with your story. Um, Maybe harm to an institution, you know, like a a bank that defrauds people or something, but you don't want to cause harm to people, right? And I think what PR professionals have done for me a lot of the time is they make me consider what I'm doing more. They make me think, all right, if I publish this story, uh, who will be hurt by it? Who will be affected by it? Um, and I think that is something that PR folks um, kind of add to to my repertoire as a journalist. It's just things that I would not have considered otherwise. Um, and then the flip of that is that journalists often are the ones pushing for more information to be public. Uh, we're the ones pushing for all of the information to be released. And sometimes PR folks need to hear that general like concern. Like, you know, us as journalists, we feel like we're watchdogs. So when we see something bad or we see something that's alarming, we point it out. And sometimes PR people are kind of wrapped up in, um, you know, like I'm working for this company. I'm trying to do things for the best interest of this company while a journalist is thinking about the general public. Uh, and sometimes having the two um, kind of conflict with each other helps bring about the best possible version of a story. Oh, wow. I never, I never thought about it that way that, I don't know, that they do like keep each other in check. It's, it's not quite a yin and yang, but it has that sort of feeling to it a lot of the time. Right. I know. I just recently had a conversation with a family member and she was, I was explaining to her what PR was and trying my best and she was like oh so you guys put spins on things to make them different and i was like when you say it that way like (laughs) you explained it much better than i did so thank you for that (laughs) well yeah i think when i was in school that is what i thought of pr as i was like oh those are the people that are gonna make more money because they put spin on things um and, and now that i've gotten a little bit older and out of school i realize it's not necessarily that journalists don't put a spin on things uh, because I think we do, even if we don't realize it, our spin is just towards, you know, ob- objectivity. You know, a lot of the time we are objective to a fault um, as where PR people are like, well, this is the thing our company's doing. Here's how it could help the public. And that's all I really need to say, you know, like it's, it's that simple. Um, so, yeah, I think that is where that relationship kind of sometimes can have conflict. Mm-hmm. And also, I know that a lot of PR students, myself included, considered journalism or maybe switched over from journalism to PR. So 
hearing that connection full circle, I think helps a lot of people connect everything. Yeah, I, I think the two are so related that um, many times in schools, journalism and PR departments share a building or, you know, they're housed in the same department a lot of the time because they have so many of the same skills. Um, mm -hmm. And if you can write a press release and research for a company, then chances are you could do it as a journalist as well. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, what do you want to do uh, and which do you prefer doing? Because, you know, they both have their headaches, but, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's which headache can you live with? <laughs> Nicely said. And I guess a little more simply, you already kind of touched on it with like subjectivity, putting your opinion. Um, what ways is there that disconnect between journalists and PR professionals? I think um, the disconnect is just where the two are coming from, right? So as a journalist, uh, we like to get on our high horse a little bit and say, you know, like, we're, you know, trying to help the American people make the best possible decisions at the voting booth. Um, and, you know, that's, that's kind of where a lot of journalists can get kind of caught up. It's thinking so... I'm trying to find a nice word to say it. Um, it's, it's thinking idealistically more so than realistically. And PR professionals are also idealistic in the sense that they really believe in the company that they work for. And I think to be a good PR person, you have to believe in whatever institution it is that you're working for. Otherwise, you can only um, fake it for so long. Uh, and I think when you're a journalist, you think of the PR person as the one controlling the information, right? They're the one keeping you from knowing more that you want to know. And the PR person is like, we have all this information. A lot of it might not be super relevant to the public. And I have to figure out what is the best way to deliver that information to a journalist or convey that information to the public. And it's not always uh, the easiest thing to figure out, especially if you're a young PR person. It's, you know, you have all these pages of documents from your company. Which of these is going to help our company look the best? Um, and, you know, sometimes if your company does make a mistake or your institution makes a mistake, the PR person's job is kind of damage control as where the journalist's job is just, you know, document the fire, you know, document the damage. And, you know, a lot of the time we don't necessarily know or even care about who the person is who has to deal with that fire. So, yeah, I think the relationship um, can be strained by the two opposing sides of the argument. But I think what helps is having these like really, really cool, like human moments with the PR person. Uh, one of the biggest pieces of advice I give to students and that people gave me when I was a student was take out PR folks for lunch or for coffee and just talk to them, get to know them a little bit. Um, it makes it a lot less um, antagonistic when you're trying to really get information for a story. Um, when I first moved to GR, I probably went on like 10 or 12 coffee lunch dates within like the first couple weeks of me being there. Um, and it was because I wanted to know the people who one day would potentially be on the opposite side of that fence from me. Um, and if I know the person, I can be like, hey, I get that it's probably hard for you right now because A, B, and C is going on. But, you know, tell me, like, you know, what is it that you're seeing? What is it that you're, you're observing in this moment? Um, 
And another thing I think for young journalists who might be listening to this, that they should understand is uh, don't be afraid to get things off the record. We get really caught up sometimes in, well, if I can't publish it, then what good is it? But it's like sometimes you just need that background information to kind of help guide where you can ask questions and what information you might need to start, you know, looking into a little bit more. So when you say your job as a journalist, on a daily basis, you connect with PR professionals or like how often are you in contact with them or working with them? Some days it feels like I'm on the phone with five different PR people because I'm trying to get in contact with an elected official or trying to get in contact with a company. Um, but then there's other days where I'm just talking to residents and I'm just talking to people who don't have um, any sophisticated level of skin in the game, if that makes sense. Like they're just the average Joe. Um, in my old job, I would say I talked to PR people every day though. Um, it was, it was like every single day I was talking to at least one comms person. Um, now it's, it's maybe a little bit less just cause my work is more community focused, but you know, just in the table that I'm sitting at, I can literally reach out. I just have business cards of, of press people just my disposal for when I need them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would say it's that communication between journalists and, and PR person is, um, maybe not daily anymore, but it's so regular that um, it still feels daily sometimes. <laughs> what ways do you think that PR can learn from journalism and also vice versa, journalism from PR? I think as a journalist, what we can learn from PR is not everyone is a media professional in the same way we are. Not everyone is a journalist. Um, and sometimes we don't remember to tailor our message for people who did not go to journalism school and people who have not been working in a newsroom. Um, as a PR person, I would say the biggest thing you could probably learn from a journalist, um, the importance of deadlines, not that PR people don't already know that um, because they have deadlines themselves, but understanding the importance of a deadline when someone is trying to inform the public. Um, there will be times where we have a story coming up, you know, about some meeting that's going to happen or an election like we had last week. Uh, and the PR person takes so long to get back to us with the information um, because they have to go through so many different channels of, you know, making sure what they say is OK. Um, that by the time we get it, you know, we can't use it anymore or the meeting has ended and the issue has already been covered by someone else. So I would say understanding that urgency that journalists have and understanding the place that that urgency comes from is that um, desire and need to inform the public. What characteristics do you have as a journalist that you wouldn't necessarily fit into PR? It's funny. Someone actually asked me that um, a few months ago, now that I think of it. And I didn't have an answer then, but I think I have an answer now. Um, I think one of the things that... Um, when I was in college, I took a PR class. And one of the things I realized that I didn't like about PR that I loved about journalism was that I always felt with journalism, there was it was so much bigger than me. Um, it felt like I was doing a public service. And in PR, um, and this isn't the case for everyone, obviously, because a lot of it depends on where you work. Um, 
but it felt like in our class, the professor was trying to get us to be like company men, you know, like fall on the sword for the good of some CEO who you've only met once. Um, and that obviously that's not a good characterization of everyone in PR or probably even most people in PR, <laughs> but that was kind of like the way it was sold to us. And I think from then in my mind, I always split the two kind of on that fault line. Um, now that I'm older, I would say the thing about PR that um, kind of makes me like, I don't know if I could ever do this. Like the, the money would have to be like really good for me to do this. Um, the thing that gets me to that point now is um, you're essentially at the mercy of other people's mistakes. And in journalism, uh, we all are because we're like residents and we pay taxes and such. So we all literally are at people's, you know, the mercy of their mistakes. But as a journalist, I get to kind of like call out the mistake instead of have to fix the mistake. Now, calling out the mistake, some people don't like that because it's just like, well, now I have to figure out, you know, who might be able to provide insight and answer these questions that no one has the answers to. Um, so that's a headache that a lot of people in PR might not like. But um, I don't know, something about that just excites me um, the way that PR never did. I will say, though, in my PR class, he broke down to us just how much more money PR professionals make. And that whole week, I was like having a, a, like a crisis. I was like, oh, my goodness, did I pick the wrong major? <laughs> how do you think the two can connect and build their relationship? I think just meeting people, uh, meeting people where they're at. Um, there have been times where I didn't really know a PR person that well, went to a press conference, met them. You know, obviously was working on a story. So like I shook their hand. I talked to them a little bit, got some info, went home, wrote the story. And the next day they call me furious because they just hate how I portrayed their company, their boss, whatever the story itself was. Um, and I think those instances can really harm the relationship because you're you're now viewing this person as like, that's that dude who's mad at me for telling the truth. But I think one thing that I could have done in, in some of those instances is gotten to know them a little bit better before writing the story. Um, and part of that is just, it takes time, right? Um, these are relationships and relationships, you know, relationships are like people. They begin, they're born, you know, they have some adventures, they make some mistakes and things get bumpy along the way, but they kind of even themselves out the longer they go. Um, and I think if, there's one thing that I would say to young journalists and young PR professionals is make connections, make relationships with people in that other field. Um, having friends of mine who did PR and are currently working in PR has always helped me think of how to go about my job uh, and vice versa. They think about how I have to go about my job too. So um, yeah, I think just getting to know people is probably the best way that that relationship can stay strong. Could you describe your journey into journalism? So I got into journalism in a kind of normal yet weird way. It's weird looking back, but it was so normal then. Um, I wanted to be a sports reporter, like a lot of, like a lot of Detroit kids. Um, I wanted to be a sports reporter. I actually wanted to be the beat writer for the Detroit Red Wings because they're my favorite sports team. 
And I figured if I'm going to cover sports in Detroit, I want to cover the team that has won championships. Um, So I went to Central Michigan thinking that that's what I was going to do. I really, I had two options, really. I was like, I either want to do sports or I want to do music journalism, like uh, covering concerts and interviewing artists. Uh, Because those were like my two passions throughout high school. So I figured, you know, I'm going to grow up and those are going to forever stay my passions. And that's what I'm going to always want to do. And then I worked for the student paper. I covered a few different sports. Like I covered college wrestling. Um, I covered track and field and cross country a little bit. And then in the summer following my sophomore year of college, so between sophomore and junior year, that was the year that Mike Brown got shot in Ferguson. And I'm sitting at home on YouTube watching the live stream of like all the chaos that's going on. And my next day or the next day at my internship um, where I was at a radio station uh, writing about music, no one talked about it. And I was just like, how is a room full of people who call themselves journalists? Like just no one is talking about this because this is crazy to me. So I realized then that I wanted to do a little bit more with my degree and do like something that other people can't do, if that makes sense. You know, every every kid in my journalism class could have covered sports if they wanted to. Um, Not because sports is like easy because there's a lot you have to do and a lot you have to know. But, you know, I thought who else can frame what's going on better than me? And that was probably a little egotistical at the time, but... (laughs) That was really what I thought. I was like, who else can do this? Uh, So that is when I started to kind of do more investigative pieces. Um, I started really following the difference between how black students at CMU and white students at CMU um, just thought about school and thought and like viewed the world. Uh, And then when I graduated from Central and I started as an intern at Michigan Radio, you know, they had a newsroom full of people who had won so many different awards and had so much experience uncovering stories and really following up on big issues like the Flint water crisis. Um, and then when I got there, the Larry Nasser stuff was really starting to pick up. So I was just almost like starstruck, like, oh, my God, like these are like real journalists. How do I even compete? Um, and, and I realized slowly, but surely it's just like, they just take it one day at a time. Uh, and these are people that have kind of been building these skills for years and years and years. And all I had to do was just kind of like learn a little bit here, learn a little bit there from different people. And, uh, that kind of is how I ended up where I am now. Wow. Is all I can say. And I think, thank you for just taking a stance and knowing like, you want to say what you want to say and someone needs to say it and just standing up and doing it. So thank you. So working with quote unquote real journalists, what do you think were those lessons or is there a moment um, where you learned from someone who had been doing it longer where you were like, wow, this is it. Like I'm really doing it. I'm a journalist. Um, So it's funny you mentioned that. I actually just over the weekend had this long Facebook post about imposter syndrome and like not feeling like a real journalist all the time. And I think one of the things that like has helped me get over that is when I'm talking to people who've been in the business for a few decades and I just like ask them questions about stuff. Um, it don't, I don't know. It feels like, um, like a rookie cop at a donut shop with older cops, like trading stories almost. 
Um, and that kind of makes me feel like, oh man, I'm really part of this, um, maybe not club, but this, I'm part of this profession, you know, I'm part of this thing that's bigger than just me writing stories, you know, all these other journalists uncovering truths and talking to people. Uh, so yeah, I think that has kind of, um, that has kind of made me feel like, oh yeah, I'm in, I'm in the right exact spot that I'm supposed to be. But to your question about lessons I've learned or like moments, um, I think when I was in West Michigan, uh, one of the things that helped was our West Michigan Bureau was just two reporters. Um, it was just me and a guy named Dustin Dwyer. And Dustin has been in the business maybe 20 years at this point. He's, he's a little bit older than me. And I think talking to him about the profession and things that he doesn't like about it and things that he loves about it, um, it kind of made me realize not every journalist has to think about journalism the same way. Um, and not every journalist, even someone who does it as well as Dustin, has to um, necessarily agree with one another. Uh, because, you know, when you're young, you think every journalist is a certain way. Um, mm. And then when you realize that they're not, you're like, oh, so I can kind of just be myself a little bit more in this profession and still feel like I have a place where I belong. So I think that is what helped me kind of um, kind of acclimate a little bit better to the profession. I don't know why, but like when I think when I think back to like being in college, like there's almost like this mythic way that we viewed reporters there's like these hard people who are just cynical and know how to get this information all the time and it's like no like these are people with like families and kids and like hobbies and people who like going to the movies and stuff like that and uh i think that has helped me a lot it's just like it's okay to also be a human that was that was a great end to that um, all right. Well, Bryce, thank you for sharing so much of your wisdom and experience. I know that I learned a lot through understanding journalism and PR through you. So hopefully our listeners picked up on some of that as well. All right. Well, thanks for having me anytime. And if you liked what Bryce had to say and want to hear more, he and another speaker will be joining PRSSA for our first meeting of the year on September 10th. So be sure to tune into that. Thanks for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of PR Hangover. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA and visit GVPRSSA.com to get insights on this week's episode.